Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo. Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is Be Responsible for Yourself. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Welcome everyone, my name is Roland and the program is called Shedding Shackles. Today, of course, I'm going to do what I always do. I put the microphone on and then I just start talking. And I want to tell you that the world today is stressful in a very strange way. When you walk around on the street, everything seems to be normal. You know, except you see people with masks on, but otherwise, everything seems relatively normal. And yet, something is not quite right. Well, we here in America have enjoyed so many years of uh, prosperity and uh, domestic tranquility. And we had confidence that uh, things were going to be okay. That our leaders, our politicians, flawed as they are and with feet of clay, as we all have feet of clay. We nevertheless had confidence in the system. Not so much in the politicians, but in the system. A beautiful government, a beautiful system, a republic given to us by the founding fathers. But now things seem a bit awry. Let's put it that way. And so what are you going to do? Well, you have to make sure that you have all your ducks lined up, as the old expression goes, and have your own house in order. You have to now see that you have to be responsible for your own self and for your family. You can't assume that other people are going to have your best interests at heart. You can't assume that they're going to be looking out for you. You've got to look out for yourself. No, that doesn't mean to be selfish, but it means to live properly, nobly, healthily, and with dignity, and treating other people fairly, and not resenting other people, and not having grudges against other people, and being a decent person. It's that simple. It means not talking behind other people's back. It means not gossiping. It means not wasting money. It means setting a good example. It means driving according to the speed limit. It means making stops at stop signs and looking both ways and making sure there's no pedestrian. It means not using filthy language. It means not wasting all of your time watching sports on television or texting your friends or playing video games. It means that you see, maybe for the first time in your existence, that human beings are spiritual or metaphysical beings. You are a soul in a body. And your wife 
your husband, your children, your neighbor, are each a metaphysical being. And so there are special rules that apply when you're dealing with a metaphysical being. Life is sacred. Marriage is sacred. You were not put upon this earth to spend all of your time watching sports and smoking marijuana and gossiping and shopping and eating junk food. You were put upon this earth for a special purpose, and you must find that purpose. Do you remember the old television show Mission Impossible? At the very beginning of the show, the main character or one of the main characters would go somewhere and then there would be a message left for him on a tape recorder. It would say, your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to, and it's always something that was very, very important. Well, you have to find out what your mission is. And it's very, very important. And you have to search for it. You're not going to find it watching sports on television. You're not going to find it watching the major television channels. You're not likely to find it anywhere except when you search. Now, what did Christ say? He said, seek and you will find. But in order to find, you have to seek. What did God say? What did his father say? He said, when you search for me with all your heart, then... I will reveal myself to you. Oh, how you need God. And oh, how having him in your life would solve all of your problems. So you got to find him. But don't look for him in a book. Don't look for him sitting in some big building somewhere. Don't look for him on television. Don't look for him on the radio. You will find him when you search for him with all your heart. So, search and find. As we enter a new year, 2022, many of us would like renewal of our mind and spirit. To handle what comes your way in the new year with poise and confidence, Keep listening to Shedding Shackles. While I'm on the topic, let me just talk about it a little bit. You see, I'm not a prude. I understand that sometimes it's fun to eat a hamburger or it's fun to watch a little sports on television. I understand that. And I understand it's fun to get a text from your friend and to text her back. I understand that. But what I'm saying is that you have to have things in perspective. Those sorts of things are not so important. First, attend to the important things. What did Christ say? Oh, I wanted to get back. Well, I'll finish the thought. He said, seek first the kingdom of God and his right way, and all 
other things will be added to you. So first, seek what you know is right in your heart, and all other things will be added unto you. So now I want to get back to what I had started to say. And I said that uh, we are metaphysical beings. And I said that there are special rules that apply when you're dealing with metaphysical beings. You know, if you go to work somewhere, let's say you go to work as an electrician. Well, you know that there are proper practices and procedures and rules that apply when you're dealing with electricity. If you go to work as a mechanic somewhere, you know that there are policies and procedures and ways of doing the work that are safe. You see what I mean? And that work and that permit you to be efficient and effective and also safe. So we all know that. When you drive on the road, there are rules that apply. And so when it comes to humans, there are rules that apply. So if you, if you treat others in a cavalier way, your children, you're impatient with them. You talk down to them. You push them out the door and give them to strangers. That's right, strangers, to educate them and lead them and teach them. When you resent your husband and judge him, and when you're angry at your wife, well, and then when your life doesn't work out and your relationships fail and communication is not good with those important to you and your kids walk away and they don't want to see you anymore and your wife wants to divorce you, See? Then maybe one day you will sit there and scratch your head and say, you know what? I don't think I've been playing by the right rules because I messed everything up. But then maybe again you'll just continue to blame them. Oh, it's her fault. It's somebody else's fault. Well, then you're not ready to face reality. If you're not ready to face reality, then you won't find God. But if you are ready to face reality and ready to stop blaming other people, then you will begin to see that there are very special rules that apply when you are dealing with human beings. You can't use other people. You can't hate other people. You can't resent them. You can't secretly judge them. You can't have grudges against them. You can't look down upon them. See? So... These special rules, you kind of knew them when you were a little kid, didn't you? You saw adults violating the rules. You saw adults being impatient and being mean and being unfair. You couldn't understand why. It's because when you violate the rules, then you end up falling farther and farther and farther away from God to the point that you hardly even know that he exists. And your conscience, you hardly even know that it exists. And you live like an animal, but even worse than an animal because you become subject to other influences. And then you do things and say things, and you wonder, what I do that for? What I say that for? See? So, when you find yourself doing things and saying, what did I say that for? What did I do that for? That means you're un under some kind of influence. You don't want to be under some kind of other influence. You want to be 
under God's influence. And how do you do that? Well, remember, I said, you have to seek for him with all your heart. Now you can listen to the meditation on your phone when you're away from home or on the go. Call the listener call-in line at 510-455-8851 and at the main menu, press 1. That's 510-455-8851. Well, if you're ready to calmly, if you're ready to be willing to admit that, hey, maybe I'm messing up, and you really mean it. I mean, you're not just saying it on a surface kind of a way, but you really, 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 really mean it. Okay, then how do you find God? Would you like me to tell you? You already know. You already knew when you were a little kid, but you forgot. You knew how to find God. You knew what he had in mind and what, what he expected when you were a little child. But you fell away from it and forgot it. So, are you ready to remember God again? That's right. Are you ready to remember him? See, he's, already, he's always been there, but you forgot him. Sure, maybe you read nice religious things and sang religious songs, and maybe you prided yourself on being a nice person, but he wasn't there, and you felt empty. Well, would you like to find him? Here's how you do it. You have to start to watch for and notice little tiny things that you are made aware of that you don't normally notice. You have to become aware of those and notice those little things. All right? Now, I'll give you an example. Your child comes to you with a question, and you say, well, go ask your brother. I'm kind of busy right now, and your child goes away. But then you notice. You suddenly see a little thing. You see that the tone of your voice was a little bit harsh, and you also see that what you said was not completely true. Yeah, you were sort of busy, but you weren't really that busy. And so you basically were deceitful and a little bit impatient. And you see that there's something wrong with that. And you wonder why. Why was I that way? See, you notice it. I'll give you another example of some little thing to notice. I was watching leaves. This last fall, there were many leaves on the ground, and whenever the wind would blow, some of the leaves would begin swirling around like a little tiny, what do they call those dirt devils? A little tiny, tiny, a tiny, tiny, oh, tornado. I mean, it's not really a tornado, but you know what I mean. The leaves swirled round and round. And then I was looking at the drain in the bathtub, and I saw that it was swirling round and round, and it was like a funnel, and everything was going down. It was spinning around. So what's that all about? So I noticed these little things, 
and I ponder them. And pondering and pondering, eventually the answer comes. You understand? And so when you notice that you're a little bit phony with someone, then you just watch that. You notice it, and you ponder it, and you wonder about it, and you realize that you don't want to be that way, and you don't know why you're that way, but you don't want to be that way. And in that wondering, in noticing the little thing, you start to live like a real human being again. And that's a very wonderful thing. Now, the other thing that you'll notice is all of a sudden you'll see that somebody's lying to you. You don't know how you know, but you just know. You see, they're saying something, and you know that it's a lie. And you don't know how you know that it's a lie, but you just know that it's a lie. Well, if what they're saying to you could have a big bearing upon your life, then being able to see that it's a lie would be a very great protection for you, wouldn't it? In fact, wouldn't it be nice if you had a magic power? And your magic power was that whenever somebody was lying to you, you would immediately know that they were lying. Would that be of value to you? Well, of course it would. And you already have that, don't you? You already can do have that if you're paying attention. If you're not all caught up in something, if you're not emotional, if you don't want something too much, if you're not angry, if you're not excited, if you're calm and thoughtful, then a lot of times you do notice that they're lying to you, don't you? See? So you have to start paying attention to those kinds of things. Because God communicates with us wordlessly. Yeah, sometimes he'll send a prophet. Sometimes there'll be a sign. He's done that. But generally speaking, he communicates with the soul wordlessly, silently. You just know. It's a deep knowing. Have you, have you ever had a friend and you guys, you could kind of almost communicate with each other without talking, couldn't you? You know what the other person was thinking. Well, you have to kind of find something like that with God. But be careful. There's always the guy with the horns, and the guy with the horns is always there, and he's telling you what you want to hear, but usually he speaks to you with, uh, with words. In your mind, he speaks to you with words or with emotions. He wants you to be angry, and then he says, go ahead. Nobody will notice. Just go ahead and do it. Get yours. Everybody else is getting theirs. You know, that sort of thing. Or he'll say, oh, your people don't appreciate you. They don't appreciate all you do for them. You know, that sort of stuff. But when you just quietly see something, you realize something, you notice something very delicately, and then you understand something wordlessly, then it's like getting math. It's like one plus one equals two. Maybe you don't see it, but then all of a sudden you see it. You know, something in math. Oh, I get it. I see it. You see it. It's like a joke. You get the joke. Oh, I get it. Something like that. So you have to find out, again, how God communicates with us. And it's wordlessly in, and it's within. And you have to then learn. Here's the important thing. It's not just enough to notice something that you're doing that's not quite right. 
It's not just enough to start paying attention to your conscience, although that's, that's very good. But then you have to do what is right. You see that you're impatient with your child, and your child walks away hurt. And then you go to your child and say, hey, I was impatient. That was wrong. I'm sorry. See? You honor the truth. You must always honor the truth. Honor the truth. The heck with your ego. The heck with your pride. Honor the truth. And you'll be a better man. A better woman. And maybe you'll find God. And that would be beautiful. Did you know that my most popular book is The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage? A spiritual and practical look at relationships. My favorite chapter is How to Forgive and Forget. The Myths and Mysteries of Marriage. Check it out at Amazon.com or SheddingShackles.com. Hi, this is Roland. I want to tell you about a new book I just wrote. I'm real happy about it. It's called Contemporary Contemplation with reflections on Miguel de Molinos. Miguel de Molinos was a mystic, a Christian mystic, who wrote about 300 years ago, and he is much beloved and appreciated. Miguel Molinos talks about contemplation. What is that? Well, nowadays you hear a lot about meditation. You hear people talk about mindfulness and meditation and so on and so forth. And you see magazines devoted to mindfulness and meditation and all that kind of stuff. But there's something missing. There's something missing. And what is missing? You want to know the truth? It's God who's missing. You got to find God. It was St. Augustine who said, love God and do what you will. So if you want things to work out in your life, there's one simple way for that to happen. You got to find God. Get him involved. You got to find God. And a proper meditation, if you want to call it that, we could call it contemplation. We could call it contemplative prayer. Call it what you will, but it has to be simple and it has to be from God and it has to be to God. From my lips to thy ear or from thy lips to my ear. It's got to be very, very intimate and very personal. And there can't be the hand of man in it. There can't be anything weird or far out or esoteric or ritualistic or anything in it. It has to be pure. I'll give you a little story and it'll explain it all. A little parable for you right here. A little child came to his mommy and he had a handful of dandelions. And the mommy took the dandelions. She was very happy. And then someone else said, Oh, you have a bouquet of dandelions. And the mom said, from my husband, a dozen red roses. But from my little child, a handful of dandelions will do. So the meditation, whatever you want to call it, has got to be a handful of dandelions because it has love in it. It has innocence in it. It has simplicity in it. And God will appreciate those dandelions. And he will give you back something very, very wonderful. He will give you back his love and he will shine his light upon your life and your life will become beautiful.
Now, these words are not just mere words, but you have to experience it. It's not enough just to read a book or listen to somebody or go to a seminar or go to a retreat. It's not enough. You have to go in your room. What did Christ say? Go in your closet. He, he meant room. Go in your room, close the door. And then what did God say? God said, be still and know that I am God. And so therefore, in this new book, that's what I talk about. I talk about what Murlinos found. I talk about contemplation. I talk about how to do it. Remember, it has to be simple. How to do it. It's very beautiful. Now, I want to read you something that Molinos said, which I think is very nice. If I can find it here. Yes, here it is. He's talking about the throne of quiet. When the soul finds God, the soul has found the throne of quiet. And he says, the valley is darkened with dark clouds, fierce tempests, thunder, lightning, and hailstones. But at the same time, the lofty mountain glitters by the bright beams of the sun in quietness and serenity, continuing clear like heaven, immovable and full of light. The same thing happens to the blessed soul. The valley of the part below is suffering tribulation, combats, darkness, desolations, torments, and suggestions. But at the same time, on the lofty mountain of the higher part of the soul, the true sun casts its beams. It inflames and enlightens it, and so it becomes clear, peaceable, resplendent, quiet, serene, since it is an ocean of joy. Since it is but an ocean of joy, that's what the soul becomes when the soul finds God. So, I'd like you to get the book. You know it's at Amazon now, and I've set the price very low. It's only $2.98 or $2.95. And it's a very easy read in uh, the Kindle edition, please. Or you can get it from me, a PDF. If you want a PDF, just send me an email, roland at sheddingshackles.com, and say I'd like to have a PDF of the book. And then you can send a little donation. Go to the website, make a little donation of any amount, a buck or two, if that's what you want. And I'll send it to you. The book is called Contemporary Contemplation with Reflections on Miguel de Molinos. Until next time, Lord willing, and the Greek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. Now you can listen to the meditation on your phone when you're away from home or on the go. Call the listener call-in line at 510-455-8851 and at the main menu, press 1. That's 510-455-8851. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is sheddingshackles.com. Shedding Shackles is sponsored by Roland Trujillo.